Coming up this week, hear all about Natalie's family trip to Walt Disney World. Welcome to this week's episode of To the Mouse and Back. I want to first say a big hello to the new listeners who started listening to this show in the last few weeks. Um, This podcast has been around for about six months now, and it's fun to see more people find the show. Um, So I'm excited for all of you who just started listening. If you are a Twitter user, say hello to me at mouseandbackpod. I love chatting with new listeners. It's kind of fun to get to, you know, talk to the people who listen to this. Uh, Also, if you're enjoying the show, I would love for you to rate it or leave it a review on Apple Podcasts or however you're listening. I promise that request is not for ego. It's not just for ego. Um, Ratings and reviews definitely help new users to find the show when they go looking for a new Disney podcast. So those are very, very helpful to me for more people to be able to get to listen. I want to thank those of you who sent me feedback based on my question that I asked last week. Um, So based on the feedback that I got, I am going to continue focusing primarily on trip reports. I may occasionally do episodes on other topics, but I'm only going to do that if I feel like there's a topic that I can speak to really well, where there isn't a lot of information out there already. So for instance, some people have asked about me doing an episode around the Disney Vacation Club, like how to rent points how to become an owner, all of that stuff. Um, But there's honestly a ton of information out there about that already. So I'm not going to try to cover it. I do have a few previous episodes that aren't trip reports, like Lauren's episode talking about her Disney wedding and my episode with Danny talking about making a Disney World trip while avoiding kids as much as possible. And those are some of my most downloaded episodes. So I know people like them. But I think the reason is because those topics aren't covered as widely, so there isn't as much info about them out there. So I'm going to stick to trip reports unless I have a really great, unique topic to cover. Anyway, this week we are going to hear from Natalie. You are not having deja vu. There is not a glitch in the Matrix. Last week's episode was also from someone named Natalie. This is a different Natalie. Uh, She was at Disney with her family, and you'll get to hear really soon that she had some things that happened that didn't go quite as planned, and she had to adapt to them. So I have to admit that I, of course, love when things go well and go according to plan in these trip reports, but I do have a special place in my heart for these trips where things are a little off from what was planned. It makes my crazy Disney brain jump into gear and start learning about these things and see how I can be prepared to adapt if something like that happens to me in the future. So with that said, let's go ahead and jump into Natalie's trip report. Hey, Natalie, welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am pretty good. Pretty good. I am excited because I have actually, I kind of took the month of December off because I had my trip and um, I started, I kind of took a break from interviews. So you're actually my first interview in like six weeks. So I'm very excited. Awesome. Well, happy new year. Thank you. Happy new year. Happy Christmas. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving, all of that stuff. So, (laughs) um, awesome. Well, I am really excited to hear all about your trip, but before we jump into your trip, tell me a little bit about what is your Disney history? So my Disney history is I remember going as a kid, I was probably 10 or 11. We did a day trip while we were visiting my grandparents in Florida and we went to Epcot. Um, and that's kind of all I remember. And then I went in high school, I went to Magic Kingdom for some kind of trip. 
Um, but I didn't really remember it. And then last year we planned a really big, uh, week long trip, my husband and my two kids. And that was the first time where I'd ever stayed on Disney property and done kind of the whole immersive experience. Okay. And I'm guessing you learned a couple of things on that trip <laughs> that have informed this trip. <laughs> yes, just a few. <laughs> okay. All right. Awesome. Well, tell me a little bit about what is your planning style? Are you somebody who likes a whole lot of structure or a whole lot of flexibility? Where do you fall on that scale? Um, so before kids, I would say I was all about the structure. Mm -hmm. And now I would say I follow their lead for the most part. We have a, we have an agenda, you know, like a, what we'd like to stick with plan. Um, but we're also realists that, you know, it, <laughs> you have two small kids, it's not always going to go according to plan. So right. we do our best and, you know, we roll with it. If we have to change things around, that's cool. Yeah. All right. So the trip that you have coming up, who is going with you? So it's myself, my husband, my daughter, Grace, who's five and a half, and my son, Lincoln, who will be three in April. Awesome. And how are you guys getting there? We are driving. Okay. I'm kind of nervous about it. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you get up in the middle of the night and, you know, try to get a really early start? Or are you going to kind of, you know, wait and have a full day of driving? How are you planning to do that? So we talked about doing the middle of the night thing, and I just don't think we can do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just, I just don't think we can do it. So I think we're going to try to be on the road, you know, early in the morning, like seven-ish, and then we're going to split the drive. We live in North Carolina, so um, Savannah is kind of halfway. So I think we're going to stop around lunch, let the kids get out and run around, and then continue on from there um, and hopefully get there by dinner time. Okay, awesome. All right. So what are your actual trip dates? So we will be driving Saturday, January 19th. Our first day isn't in the park until um, the 21st, that Monday, Martin Luther King Day. Okay. So, um, and then we leave to come home on the 26th. So we'll be in the parks Monday to Friday. Okay. How did you pick those dates? So my daughter goes to year-round school and okay. she is out of school that week. And, you know, we've heard that... Um, it's less busy in January and the weather obviously being a little bit cooler and not a million percent humidity right. um, was appealing. So that was probably the main thing. Yeah. That's really convenient that year round lets you have some breaks like that. Yeah. It's awesome. Very cool. All right. So where are you going to be staying? We are staying at Pop. All right. Pop Century. How did you pick that? So we, we went back and forth on hotels like <laughs> three or four times. We switched multiple times. And finally, because when we went last year, we stayed at Art of Animation and we loved the suite. Um, but now that my son is a little bit older, we were like, well, maybe we should try just, you know, a single room. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just, you know, the location and the price, we just couldn't beat it. And we've heard really great things from a lot of people about pop. And so we were like, let's just try it. Awesome. Okay. I will say that I was terrified before our last trip because we were kind of the same as you. Our last, our previous trip was Art of Animation and we loved having the two spaces. And mm -hmm. then our last trip, we were all in one room. And I was terrified of that because yeah. we've just had those like terrible experiences. And I'm just picturing like, oh my goodness, like my kids are just going to like talk to each other all night or mm -hmm. whine all night or some combination of it. And like, 
they were so tired that we got back to the room and we got them dressed and we put them in their beds and like they went right to sleep. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> yeah. So fingers crossed for you that like everybody will just be like tired enough that it'll it'll all work out. So I hope so. <laughs> so you guys are going to be, you said, in the parks the 21st through the 25th. So it sounds like you have five day park tickets. We do. Okay. So tell me a little bit about how you decided how you were going to allocate your time between the parks. So we knew we wanted to do at least two days at Magic Kingdom. So we decided to do one day Animal Kingdom, one day um, Hollywood Studios, and then Epcot, and then two days at Magic Kingdom. I did, I think, on Walt Disney World Prep School. Is that right? The WDW Prep School? Yeah. I looked at their their crowd calendars. And um, I kind of went by that to determine which day we would go to which park. Awesome. So do you have park hoppers or no park hoppers? Nope, we did not do the hopper. Okay, I didn't think my kids could hang. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe when they're older. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about some of the things that you are excited about at the park. So let's start with Epcot. What are your highlights you're most excited about at Epcot? Well, we got Fast Passes for Frozen, which is one of, I think it's my favorite ride, actually, not one of, but I think it's my favorite ride, Uh period. So we're excited about that. And we just really like walking through all the countries. I think like most people just, you know, snacking and eating. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, we've been watching a lot of videos on YouTube to find, you know, there's, you can never see everything, right? So we're trying to find like things that wouldn't stick out necessarily to go see and do. So my husband has been, you know, kind of making a list of things that he's interested in seeing and doing. And so that's it. You know, Epcot, Epcot at this age with the kids is fun, but it's not Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we fun, you know, for Frozen and Nemo and we're going to do Figment for the first time and, you know, we'll meet the characters and all that stuff and try to get my daughter back on test track. <laughs> So we'll see if she'll participate. Has she done Soren? No, we didn't do it last time. Okay. But we're going to try this time. I will say that Madison was terrified to ride it at first. And then it ended up being one of her favorite rides. So if you can get her on it. um, And if you do it, I definitely recommend, even if you have to wait a cycle, um, ask for row B1. Okay. Because if you're in A or C, you're off to the side and it like, it's just, it looks warped and strange. So um, oh, okay. highly recommend either B1 or B2. If you think she's afraid of heights, you could do like B2 or B3, but B1's okay. my favorite row. And I think that just kind of gives it like, a, I don't know, I, I think that made it with Madison, like just a really, really cool experience. And she was just blown away by it. So that's awesome. So that's my recommendation for that. Okay. okay. So let's talk about Hollywood Studios. What are your highlights there? Oh my gosh, we're so excited to go see Toy Story Land. We are so, so, so excited. We were able to get Fast Passes for Slinky Dog. Awesome. So that is on our list. We also are going to do the Disney Junior character breakfast that morning. That's at Hollywood and Vine? Yep. Okay. And there were no extra magic hours that morning. So the park doesn't open till nine. Uh-huh. We were able to get breakfast reservations at like 8.05, I think, or 8.10. Okay. So we'll be in the park before it technically opens. I know that they've got the tickets you can buy to get in early to get into Toy Story Land. But we're just kind of hoping, you know, even just 
kind of having that extra foot in the door, we can get over to Toy Story Land a little bit earlier and maybe get, you know, some extra rides before it gets too crazy. Yeah. So we're super excited about that. Awesome. Well, and the cool thing is, I think because most people can't get fast passes to Slinky Dog Dash, they tend to just like rush for Slinky Dog Dash. Oh, gotcha. And Alien Swirling Saucers, I didn't write it because I don't write anything with the word swirl in it, but <laughs> Mike and the kids love, like Mike was shocked because you look at it and you're like, that looks lame. Um, but Mike said it was actually really enjoyable and then and Toy Story Mania too. So hopefully um, you guys can hit some of those with very yeah, low weights. I hope so. Or if you're able to beat the rush and get into Slinky Dog Dash when there's still a really short wait, then like you just get a bonus ride on it. So Right, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. What will um will you do anything outside of Toy Story Land that you're excited about? Yeah, we're gonna um we really liked the Frozen sing along last year. Uh-huh. And Lincoln couldn't make it through it last year. So I'm kind of hoping he'll do it this year. He's really into the movie. Mm. So now that I think he knows the characters, I think he can make it through. I think it was like 20 minutes or something. Yeah. But it was so magical. Yeah. It started snowing and like, oh, it's so cool. I love it. And then meeting Olaf and we're going to, we're going to stay for a phantasmic. That's the plan at least. We have not seen it. Uh So I've heard great things and I'm hoping you know, that'll be a long day because it's not until, you know, 7.30 or 8 o'clock maybe. But we're going to try to make it. Awesome. Now, have your kids seen any, like, fireworks type shows before? Yes. So my daughter actually was terrified of fireworks, mm. even 4th of July fireworks for until, well, until Disney actually last year. Um, we got the air protection um, headphones. Yeah. And she did great with it and she loved it. And then Lincoln, we thought he'd be totally fine. We had the air protection for him also, but he hated it. He almost like didn't like the bright flashing lights almost. Like it was Uh, almost like that bothered him more than the sound. You know, we're going to try again this year. (laughs) We'll see what happens. Awesome. So Animal Kingdom, what are your highlights there? So Animal Kingdom, we were kind of bummed out because um, we got fast passes for the River Rapids ride, was it Kali River Rapids, uh-huh. um, which Grace loved last year, and I love that ride. And then I guess they're going to close the ride for renovation. Oh. So they bumped our fast passes um, to Dinosaur, which I've heard is very scary. Yeah, I've heard the same thing. Yeah, so we ended up just taking a fast pass for meeting Mickey and friends at Discovery Island that day. Okay. My husband, Chris, is more of the adventurer, so he's going to do Everest. He got a fast pass for that. Okay. Um, We really enjoyed the safari last year, so we're looking forward to that. Do you have a fast pass for it? We do. Okay. Yeah, and um, we're going to try to do Rivers of Light also. That's another one we didn't make it for last year or make it to last year. Awesome. Do you have any dining plans in the park that day? Our goal is to eat at Yak and Yeti. Okay. And also at Flame Tree. We loved Flame Tree. Yeah, I've heard um, amazing things. And they do mobile ordering now. Yes. I don't think they did it last year because the line was like ridiculous. Yeah. We stood outside of Flame Tree and placed our order on the app. Once we had the order placed, we went and found a table and like in the time it took us to, you know, find a table, kind of get the kids settled. I got a notification that my food was ready. 
That is awesome. And there were like probably 35 people in the line waiting to order. And we didn't have to stand in a single, when I went to go pick up my food, I was the only one at the mobile order window. So that happened to us last year at some of the other places we did mobile ordering. I was like, do y'all not know about this? Right. Yeah. Like you want to like, like wave down the people in the line, but then you're kind of glad that they don't know about it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So awesome. And I forgot to ask Epcot, what are your dining plans when you're in Epcot? So we're just going to we're gonna eat at the hotel that morning for breakfast. And then I think we're just going to snack our way kind of through the World Showcase. Okay. Um, and then for dinner, I think we're going to go to um, the La Cantina. What is it? San, San Angel in Mexico. Mm, okay. We went there last time. It's a quick service. Um, and it was really good. Okay. So we have the we have the quick service dining plan. So we'll stick with a lot of that. Awesome. Very cool. All right. So then the star of the show, Magic Kingdom, what are your highlights there? So our first day in Magic Kingdom, we're just going to try. We don't really have anything crazy that day. Chris is going to do Splash Mountain. Um, We got a fast pass for Pirates of the Caribbean, which was closed last year. So we weren't able to go on that. Okay. My daughter is going to, she wants to do um, Seven Doors Mind Train. Okay. So I'm hoping... (laughs) She'll be able to follow through with that. Do you have a fast pass for it? We do. Okay. Now, is Lincoln tall enough to do that? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. And I don't know. I don't know that I would put him on it yet. I don't know. So he and I have a fast pass at the same time to go do Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So, and then we also have fast passes for the Little Mermaid ride, which is one of my other favorite rides. It's so nostalgic and I just love it. Perfect. Very cool. And we don't really have any firm plans for lunch or meals that day. We're just going to, we like Casey's Corner for snack credits. Uh So we'll do that. And we really liked Pecos Bills at um, Magic Kingdom. So we'll probably do that for dinner. Okay. And we're going to hopefully stay for the fireworks that night. Very cool. That sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds Mm -hmm. exhausting. Yeah. And our second day, we're super excited because... We are going to do the um, Festival of Fantasy Parade dining package. Okay. So the deal with that is that you go to lunch at 1130 at Tony's in Magic Kingdom. And uh-huh. then you go you go back to the flagpole like on Main Street around 2 o'clock or 2.15. And they take you to VIP seating for the parade. Um, last year when we went to the parade, I had to leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had the stroller and Chris had my, my daughter, you know, on his shoulders and we got separated and it was just too many people. And mm-hmm. I just, I had to leave. So yeah. I was like, I saw this and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is like for me. Yeah. <laughs> so they take you to like a special, um, viewing area for that parade. And I'm super excited about that. Awesome. Do you know where the viewing area is? Is it up on the train station platform? I don't think so. I think it's kind of like at the end, like at the main entrance, like at that little roundabout. Okay. I think it's right there. Oh, okay, cool. Very Based cool. on watching it on YouTube. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. Awesome. Yeah, we're really excited about that. And then Chris is going to do Space Mountain. We'll do teacups that day. Um, we're going to do Enchanted Tales with Belle, which we haven't done before. So I fun. think that'll be really fun for both kids that day. And then we'll just try to squeeze in other stuff, you know, throughout the day. Very fun. So you mentioned, so you guys get there on 
Saturday the 19th, but you don't start at the park till the 21st. What is your plan for Sunday the 20th? So we're we're going to stay at a not Disney hotel that Saturday night. So our okay. plan is to check into Pop on Sunday, hopefully in the morning. We asked for an early check-in. Okay. We Then we plan on going over to Disney Springs for lunch. And then we are going to go to the Bippity Poppity Boutique. Fun. At Disney Springs. My daughter is so obsessed with princesses right now. <laughs> um, so we're going to go there and let her do all of that stuff. And then... Uh, we are actually going to go over to the Grand Floridian for dinner and do the Cinderella's Happily Ever After dinner as, like, she's made up into – she's she picked to be um, Elsa in the coronation gown. Oh, the, fun. The not ice blue dress, but the other one. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. The one kind of towards the beginning. Yeah. I was like, how cool is this that she's going to be all, you know – dressed up and everything and then we can go have dinner with Cinderella. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. We're really excited about that. Very cool. And so then the day that you come home, are you planning to do anything that day or will that just be a get up and, you know, leave once you're all ready? I think we'll probably just have breakfast at the hotel and then hit the road. Okay, awesome. I've heard really good things about the like food court quick service area at Pop Century. Yeah, me too. So I remember when we were at Art of Animation, it was really good. And I've and I've heard that Pop Century is is similar in that it's really good and mm-hmm. has like a wide variety of options. So Yeah. So is there anything else about your trip that you're excited about that we haven't talked about yet? I don't think so. I think we've covered it. Awesome. All right. Well, I cannot wait to hear all about it when you guys get back. Awesome. Perfect. All right. Well, you guys have an absolute blast and we will hear all about it soon. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. You too. Bye. Bye. Hey, Natalie, welcome back from your trip. Hi, thank you. Are you at all rested or clothes (laughs) laundered or anything like that? Uh, I would say half the clothes are laundered and I'm not rested. (laughs) (laughs) Because the clothes still have to be washed so you don't Uh, have time to rest yet. Yes. (laughs) So much work coming back from vacation. Man, when you come back from vacation, the thing is you still have kids. Right. (laughs) And they they get pretty well rested over a day or two. But as parents, it takes a long time to catch up. It really, really does. I feel like I need like two weeks to get back into the regular routine. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, I am excited to jump into your trip. I will give a quick spoiler alert to our guests. Um, Natalie and I are friends outside of the podcast. Uh, We actually met through our children who went (laughs) to school together years ago as as kiddos, um, as little bitty babies. But uh, so I follow you on Facebook and I got to see that not quite everything went the way it was planned. So (laughs) I'm so excited to get to dig in. Every time you posted things, I was like, okay, this is going to make for a really interesting podcast episode. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm quite selfish with with things like that. Ooh, something something different and interesting. This will be fun to talk about. (laughs) Yeah, it was interesting to say the least. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Awesome. So uh, you guys were going to be going down there um, Saturday to Saturday, the 19th through the 16th. Uh, So let's talk a little bit about that Saturday. How did that day go? So 19th to the 26th. um, Yeah, we ended up on 
that Thursday before we decided we were going to leave on Friday, um, we were going to originally drive the entire day on the 19th and spend the night in a non-Disney hotel in Orlando. And then, I don't know, we were just talking and it was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to spend 10 hours in the car. Let's just split the drive and sleep in Savannah. So that's what we did. We left on Friday night and um, we got to Savannah probably around eight o'clock and we got up on Saturday morning, the 19th, and we made our way to Orlando. We got there, I'd say about noon. So that's what happened. So instead of getting there at eight o'clock that night, we got there at noon. Nice. So then what did you guys end up doing for that day? So we actually ended up calling Disney on the 18th on our drive to Savannah and we wanted to find out if we could add a sixth day of park tickets. And I was like, there's no way it's going to cost like hundreds of dollars, you know, I, you know, but we called, it was only $30 (laughs) to add one more day. Yeah. So we drove straight to the park on Saturday and we got there and we had to do some guest services stuff because we weren't checking into the Disney hotel until Sunday. So it was a little bit more, you know, convoluted than just like adding it to the magic band, but it all worked out. So we spent, I would say like five hours in the park on Saturday. Um, We left around dinner time. So which park did you go to that day? We went to Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom was your first day. Now, did you have fast passes or were you kind of winging it? We couldn't really do anything until they fixed everything on our magic bands. So I was able, I think, to get one fast pass for the teacups Okay. Um, later in the day. But otherwise, we just kind of winged it. Um, we were lucky to get in and do um, the Enchanted Tales with Belle. And my kids loved it. Oh, good. Loved it so much. And we did the carousel, um, which we had done previously. And we magically got in to meet Cinderella and Elena with a limited weight. So, and then the teacups. So it was, you know, a pretty short day in the park, but it was perfect considering, you know, we traveled half the day. Awesome. And I think doing a short time in the park your first day works well because it's fun, Mm -hmm. but it's so overwhelming too. Yes. Yes. And it was really crowded that day. It was a holiday weekend Mm because MLK Day was that Monday. So it was, it was pretty crowded. Mm Okay. Now, where did you guys stay that night? So we stayed at the Sheridan. Oh, it's right by Disney. I don't remember exactly where it's located, but it's a Sheridan. They had these really cool family suites with bunk beds Hmm. and a door. And I know we had talked previously about being worried about the kids and all of us in one room. So this was kind of like a, a good step in the right direction of, you know, let's get one more night of a door between all of us. <laughs> but it was really close to the parks, which made it really nice. And it was just, it was really great. Awesome. So sounds like good impression overall of that hotel. Yes. Very cool. Okay. So then the next day, that Sunday, yep. did you guys, how did you do that transfer over to the Disney hotel? So we had packed just an overnight bag. And so we, you know, we, we got ready at the Sheridan and then we drove over to pop and we checked to see if our room was ready and it wasn't. And so we went to go run an errand and then I got a text message that our room was ready. And, um, so we went over and we just used our magic bands to get into the room and then, um, we got settled and that was pretty much it. It was pretty easy. What were your first impressions of pop century? 
So we stayed at Art of Animation last year, and it's it's basically set up identical as far as like the structure. So it seemed very familiar with just different decor. Okay. But it was really busy, like really busy to the point where I was like, this is like crazy crowds. And they were all kind of like youngish teenagers. Like just, you could tell there was like a big group. And I said to my husband, I was like, I hope they're checking out and not checking in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was hoping that, you know, that they had to go back to school on Tuesday. Right. But, you know, the room was super nice. I loved how they had storage. They had a lot of vertical storage. It was a renovated room. We were in the 50s section. I think all the rooms are renovated now. But we were in the 50s section, which was nice to walk over to the main lobby and the dining area. But, you know, it was small, but we made it, you know, we unpacked everything and we felt organized and, um, you know, everything had its place for being there for a week it didn't feel crazy cramped. Good. Okay. Awesome. So then did you do any parks or anything that day or was that kind of a down day? So that day we went and met some old friends who live about an hour away and we went and had lunch at Disney Springs and we went to Chicken Guy, which is one of the newer restaurants over there. Uh-huh. It was really good and it was really busy, but really good. Um, and then I took my daughter, Grace, who is five and a half, to the Bippity Boppity Boutique. Oh, fun. And she had a whole makeover. She loved it. Oh, Loved good. it, loved it, loved it. Um, my husband and my son just didn't want to hang. So I sent <laughs> them back to the hotel. And then Grace and I took a minivan back to the hotel, which I loved. It yeah. It was so convenient. And then about an hour after we got back, we went to dinner at 1900 Park Fair. Okay. How did you guys get to um, the Grand Floridian from Pop Century? We drove. Okay. That's right. I forgot you had a vehicle. Yeah, we had the car. Yeah. Okay. What did you guys think of dinner there? I loved it. Um, My kids were kind of my toddler. I should say my toddler. He's almost three. (laughs) The kind of the theme for the the week was he was challenging. (laughs) And that was kind of the beginning of it. Um, but he loved the characters, but you know, the, I thought the food was great. Um, there was a really good selection of food and it was all really good. Um, the character interaction was great. That's probably one of the stories I'm not, I mean, I'm familiar with Cinderella and Prince Charming, but like Lady Tremaine and the stepsisters are just kind of background characters for me. Uh-huh. But Lady Tremaine was probably my favorite character interaction of the whole week. Like she was so great. Nice. So we really, really enjoyed it. And, you know, Grace being all decked out from her Cinderella makeover was super fun, too. So cool. Yeah. When we were on our trip last year and uh, we saw the stepsisters, Mm -hmm. they were actually riding the carousel first thing in the morning at Magic Kingdom. (laughs) And um, it was it was funny because they were just like. They, it was taking them a really, really long time to get up on the horses and they kept kind of like <laughs> sliding off. And this one woman said something like, um, you look beautiful, Anastasia. And she said, I'm Drizella. And then she looked at the guest right in the eye and said, learn your characters, lady. <laughs> and I was like, man, getting to hear a character who's actually allowed to talk like that right? is just so funny. Well, it was funny because we had this book. Last year, we did the little blank autograph book. Uh-huh. And this year, we had like the um, there's this Disney encyclopedia book. And we had all the characters sign the page of their character. Uh-huh. And Anastasia wrote like when she signed her name in the book, she wrote 
lies. These are all lies. Like, it's just, <laughs> you know, it's just funny. So funny memories. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. And you said that was dinner, right? Yes. Okay. All right. And then did you guys do anything else before you headed back to the room? No, my kids were like melting down at that point. <laughs> so yeah, it was bedtime. I gotcha. So then I assume you had a nice, uncomplicated, very restful night at the hotel? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I actually slept pretty well, but um, my daughter was kept up. I mean, those kids that I was referring to earlier, it ended up being a chorus and band group from all over the country. And our hotel ended up being an overflow for the all-star resorts, which mm. I understand are mostly for the groups. And so <laughs> we just, she kept waking up all night because they were running up and down the hallways. They were yelling in the courtyard. It was not a good night. And so then we went down to breakfast as we were getting ready to go to Animal Kingdom. And I mean, I'm not even kidding when I say every single table was occupied with backpacks and jackets. I mean, it looked like a high school cafeteria. Uh. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, like there's literally nowhere to sit. The lines for the food were so insane. Like I can't even, like they were almost to like where you get the drinks. Oh wow. And I looked at, I looked at my husband and I was like, oh, we'll never get to Animal Kingdom if we sit and like wait in this, you know? Yeah. And so we were really feeling stressed out and just, you know, stressed, Yeah. you know? And so we were, we had the car thankfully. And so we went to go to McDonald's, which is right on the way to animal kingdom. And of course their, their debit card machines were down and we don't oh. really carry cash. And so it was just like a, a nightmare of a morning. And then we forgot the kids magic bands in the car. Like we got all the way to the entrance of animal kingdom. And so Chris had to like double back and then he got halfway there and realized the keys to the car were in the backpack that was on my back. Oh, like, no. It was just one of those mornings where like everything that could go wrong was going wrong. Uh. And so we talked and I called the hotel and I was just like, you know, I explained my, I was frustrated and I just said, you know, we weren't even able to eat at the hotel. You know, they, they kept my kid up and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm usually pretty understanding. But then I found out that they had just checked in. Mm. And I was like, oh. And so I didn't even say anything. They were like, well, are you interested in switching hotels? And I was like, that's a thing? Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, we can, we'll call around. So we were at Animal Kingdom at this point. And she called me back like 20 minutes later. And they offered to move us to Port Orleans Riverside, which is actually a step up. Oh, wow. So we took it. That's awesome. Yeah. So we ended up shortening our time at Animal Kingdom to go and make that whole switch. Okay. But it was totally worth it. Awesome. Well, before we jump into that, let's talk a little bit about Animal Kingdom. Yes. So um, how did that day go? What time did you actually end up getting to the park? We were there before eight after all that mess in the morning. We oh, were wow. still there before eight. Yeah. So we we did get a little bit of the um, extra magic hours that morning. So we went um, kind of to the back of the park to do um, Primeval Whirl and Triceratop. What is it? Triceratop Spin. Uh huh. The Dumbo with dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then my daughter, who last year was terrified of basically anything that went fast or downhill, did the Primeval Whirl and loved it. Oh, awesome! Yeah. So that's kind of what we did when we first got in the park. And then um, my husband had a fast pass for Everest. 
So he went and did that. And um, we tried to do the up bird show. And my toddler just wasn't having it. Mm. So we bailed on that. That's such a rough age because if they would actually just chill for a second and a half, they would love the show. <laughs> yeah. But they just can't sit still. Yeah. Oh. You know, we did the safari. We had a fast pass for the safari and both kids loved it and sat still for that. <laughs> so Good, good, good. Yeah. That was super fun. My daughter started getting into pen trading. Okay. This time. So... She did her first trade in that park and loved it and immediately was addicted. And that was really fun for all of us, I think, throughout the whole trip. And then um, we also got to meet Mickey and Minnie, which we didn't do last year at Animal Kingdom. So seeing them in, you know, their safari gear was super fun. Awesome. After that, we kind of called it quits to go deal with the hotel stuff. Now, did you guys have your meal at Yak and Yeti? We did. Okay. Um, We did not the sit down one but the one right next to it okay the kind of quick service version of it yeah and it was really good awesome really really good now i forget were you guys on the dining plan for this trip yes okay yeah we had the quick service plan quick service plan okay Mm -hmm. awesome all right did you do any other meals in the park or was that pretty much it yeah that was it we went we ate dinner at the hotel that night okay so then you headed out to pack everything back up Yep. (laughs) My son fell asleep in the car. So (laughs) my daughter and I went upstairs and basically threw everything in all the bags. Like all the organization was out the window at that point. (laughs) It was just like, just get it all in a bag. Yeah. But it took like an hour and it wasn't bad. And um, the bellman came up and helped us load everything in the car. And we were over to Port Orleans before dinner, which was nice. And it didn't take long to get settled in our room. And we were really happy with the resort. Awesome. What were your first impressions of it? It was, <laughs> we just kept saying, Port Orleans Riverside is so chill. And Pop had no chill. <laughs> That's kind of the way we described it. Like, uh-huh. it was just, um, it was quiet. I mean, you really do kind of feel like you're out down on the bayou. Yeah. So we really liked it. Awesome. How did you feel about the dining options that they had? We were happy with it. I think we did breakfast there almost every single day. Okay. We did dinner there a lot and we're kind of creatures of habit. So, you know, my husband likes the pizza. My daughter liked the create your own pasta. I liked the pasta, you know, so we would kind of change it up a little bit, but we weren't really looking for like fine dining or anything like that. So we were pretty happy with it. Yeah. All right. So then that Tuesday, the 22nd, you were hopefully a little bit better rested. Yes. So then which (laughs) park did you head to? So we went to Magic Kingdom. Okay. And before the trip, my husband was all about, I'm going to get there before rope drop. But that all basically went out the window (laughs) the minute we got there. Yeah. And that morning, we just sort of took our time. And I mean, especially with the day before being so chaotic, I think we got to Magic Kingdom around like 915, 930. Okay. And we were able to visit with Rapunzel and Tiana, which both kids loved. Fun. And um, Rapunzel is always such a fun character to interact with. Uh-huh. And then we did It's a Small World, which we'd never done. We didn't do it last time. And that was Lincoln's favorite ride of the whole trip. Oh, fun. <laughs> what did he like about it? I have no idea. <laughs> I think he liked the music and it's it's so colorful, uh-huh. you know, like, yeah. I mean, later in the trip, they went on it again. So, Aww. yeah, it was, yeah, it was funny. 
And then that day we did lunch at Columbia Harbor House, which Yum. was new for us. Okay. And we thoroughly enjoyed it. Good. Yeah, my, hus- my husband got a lobster roll there and loved it. <laughs> That's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say I'm not a huge seafood person. Uh-huh. Um, so I just got the chicken and it was fine. Okay. But the kids loved it. So it was good. And it was quiet. That was one of the nice things is they have that whole upstairs area. Yes. And so it's like you sort of feel like you're not at Disney for 30 minutes. <laughs> Between the upstairs space and mobile ordering, I yes. love that place because I can avoid it. I can avoid a lot of humans for a yes. period of time. I'm the same way. We were on It's a Small World and I'm like whispering to Chris, what do you want? I'm going to order it now. <laughs> Nobody uses the mobile ordering. I'm like, what is wrong with everybody? But it's like the little secret that I don't want, you know, I don't want everybody to get on the bandwagon because it's so easy and I just walk in and my food's ready. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm the same way as you. Like I want to encourage people, but I'm like, if you don't want to, it's totally okay. Like right. if you want to stand in line, I have no problem with that. Have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Awesome. Okay. So after that, we went over to see Ariel and then we did the Little Mermaid ride, which is one of my favorites. And then we kind of made our way over to Future World and we met Buzz Lightyear and we did the People Mover, which is just fun. Uh-huh. Again, my son loves that ride. And then it was kind of what Grace has been talking about for months, which is that they had fast passes for Seffendorf's Mine Train. Uh-huh. And she was feeling a little bit anxious about it because it was kind of her first, like, real roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And she had been watching YouTube videos and, you know, Chris had been hyping her up and she was just like... She was a little nervous, you know, and she did it and she loved it. I mean, she came off that thing wanting to go right back on it. (laughs) (laughs) So I was so proud of her and Chris loved it. So it was awesome. And then while they were doing that, Lincoln and I did Winnie the Pooh. Okay. What did he think of that? I think he liked it. There's some weird parts to that ride. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, like the storm part, he didn't really like, but it was, you know, it was a good way to kill time yeah i think winnie the pooh the unofficial title is the ride for people who are too short to ride seven dwarves while the rest of their party rides seven basically dwarves. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like how living with the land is for people who are waiting for people to get off soren yeah i so. hear yeah yeah <laughs> even though i love living with the land it's I like just it too you know people are like well let's ride this thing while we're waiting for yeah. those people so. yeah awesome okay So after that, we went over to Adventureland and we did the Country Bear Jamboree just to kind of take a break and not be walking for (laughs) a few minutes. Yeah. And that was interesting. I haven't, I don't think I've ever done that. And it was interesting. Uh It's really the only way I can describe it. The kids were like, what on earth is this? (laughs) Um, But it was, you know, it was cute. Yeah. And then we did Pirates of the Caribbean, which was closed last year when we went. Uh. And that was fun. Lincoln, my three-year-old, my almost three-year-old, was scared. Like, it was, I mean, I could see how it could be scary. It's dark, you know, the pirates, and, but it was a fun ride. Nice. And then we did the um, Aladdin's Magic Carpet Ride, which is a family favorite. Uh Uh-huh. And we ate dinner at Pecos Bill. Okay. And then Chris had a fast pass for Splash Mountain. Okay. So, and then Chris and Grace wanted to stay for the fireworks. But Lincoln was just, like, not hanging. So we did the (laughs) minivan thing again, which was awesome. Nice. And that was it. It was actually nice because I got him to bed before they got home. 
And, you know, it just made bedtime easy because Grace came in and was like, I'm going to bed. Like, yeah. She was so tired. <laughs> what did she think of the fireworks? She loved it. Oh, oh my good. gosh. She loved it so much. Even Chris loved it. I mean, he just said it's just so magical. Yeah. Yeah. So. Happily Ever After is definitely one of my top favorite fireworks shows at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I think it's the same one I saw last year, but I saw the abbreviated version because Lincoln started to like totally flip out within <laughs> two minutes. Yeah. So... Yeah, one of these days, maybe next time. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay. All right. So then Wednesday, the 23rd, what did you guys have that day? We went to Hollywood Studios. Okay. So we got up really early that day and we had reservations at Hollywood and Vine for the Disney Junior Breakfast. Uh huh. And it was worth every penny. Yeah. It was so magical. <laughs> I mean, for kids, the ages of our kids at, you know, five and a half and, and, almost three you know these are the things that they're into they're into Sophia the first they're into Goofy and Mickey and the Roadster Racers and Doc McStuffins and it was just so cute because we got there before they open and all the characters were inside and they're all like waving and peeking through the blinds at the kids almost like what you would expect the kids to be doing yeah oh it's just so cute so like the interaction started even before breakfast oh fun it was so it was so fun um it was probably one of my favorite things we did that whole trip that's awesome and it wasn't overly crowded either, even mm-hmm. when we left. But we also booked those reservations to be in the park before the park actually opened at nine uh-huh. because we wanted to have a little bit of a leg up on Toy Story Land. But anyway, breakfast was really good. The food was really good. The characters came around like four or five times. It was just really good. I highly recommend it. Nice. And we probably finished breakfast about quarter to nine. So they had it closed off where you couldn't go straight to Toy Story Land until, you know, the cast member said you could. Uh-huh. So we only had to wait about five minutes and then it was just a you know, a race to Toy Story Land. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I let Chris and Grace race over there. <laughs> you know, I just Lincoln and I just kind of strolled. Yeah. But Chris and Grace did an awesome job because Chris had a fast pass for that afternoon, but we didn't have one for Grace. And they booked it to the Slinky Dog line and only had to wait twenty minutes. Oh good. So I was really happy. Grace hated it. (laughs) A little too intense for her. Chris loved it. And while they were doing that, Lincoln and I um, went and met Woody and Jesse. And actually, the timing worked great because they got off of Slinky Dog right as we were approaching Woody and Jesse. So Grace was able to jump in the picture. Oh, good. That worked out well. I loved Toy Story Land. I loved it. It's one of the, I mean, it's small and it's not perfect. It has, you know, no shade except for the random umbrellas they threw in. Um, But it's one of the best themed lands that they've done in a long time. It's just so sweet. And it's just, yeah, it is small. And I mean, it was kind of chilly the day that we were there. So I didn't really notice the, I mean, I could see how in the dead of summer, you know, it's hot over there. Yeah. Um, Maybe they'll remedy that. I don't know, but. I don't know. It just, the theming is just so adorable. Yeah. And then we did um, Alien Swirling Saucers, which I loved. I loved it so much. I know you don't do anything swirling. No, no, no swirling for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. My kids loved it. Chris loved it. It was just so fun. And then we had some character interaction with the army guys. We saw them a couple of times. Nice. Um, we saw the drums. And then there was like one of the little platoons that came over and was marching and they were interacting with Grace. And it was so fun. Nice. Yeah, we did early morning magic on our trip. And 
it worked really well, except that they don't have the army men out during that time. Oh. Yeah, so we didn't get to see them at all, which is a little disappointing. They were so fun and probably one of my favorite things. Nice. Okay, so then where did you guys head when you left Toy Story Land? So after that, we went over to the Little Mermaid show, which we did not do last time. Okay. And it was okay. I mean, it's a little dated. Yeah. Especially compared to the Frozen sing-along. Mm-hmm. But it was still cute, and it was short enough that it kept the, the kids' attention. I was going to ask how Lincoln did sitting through that. He did well. Good. He did really well. He didn't like Ursula. Hmm, yeah. But otherwise, he liked it. Okay. And then we did the Frozen sing-along, which to me is like one of the most magical things at Disney. <laughs> it's yeah. just like so over-the-top extra. Uh-huh. I love it. And then after that, Chris went and did um, the Rock and Roller Coaster. Mm-hmm. And the kids and I went and grabbed lunch over at Backlot Express. Okay. Which I probably would not do again. <laughs> but they had the mobile ordering and I had the kids by myself and I was like, I just got to do what I got to do. <laughs> yeah. Hollywood Studios is just really lacking on good quick service. So, I mean, Backlot Express is one of our kind of top two and it's not very good. Like that's, right. But it's it just, was, eh. yeah, the, but that, yeah. they just... They just don't have good quick service there. So I'm hoping with the addition of Star Wars, um, what's it called? Galaxy's Edge, uh-huh. that it'll really amp up, you know, the things like quick service dining and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Um, so after that, we went and met Olaf, who's a family favorite. And then we saw Pluto and Chewbacca. And then we did ice cream. And then we went back to Toy Story Land for more alien swirling saucers. <laughs> <laughs> And then on our way out, we saw Donald and Daisy Duck. And then we went, we left. We had fast passes for Fantasmic. And I wish that we could have stayed. But we were just so exhausted every day by like five o'clock. Yeah. We just were like, you know what? Like, it's just better to go to the hotel, eat and get some good rest. Yes. So that's what we did. Yeah. It's it's better to have the kids be happy and sane doing something boring than be miserable and screaming doing something supposedly fun. Exactly. Or yeah. forcing fun when they're exhausted. Right. So thank you. Yep. Okay. And did you say you guys did dinner at the hotel that night? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. So then Thursday the 24th, what did you guys do that day? We went to Epcot. Okay. How did that day go? I love Epcot. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's my favorite. And I think people, you know, I was talking to some coworkers after I got back, and I think people just don't realize how much there is for little kids to do at Epcot. Yeah. And we all had a great time, I think. We did Nemo, the Nemo ride as we were coming in. And then Chris and Grace went and did Soren. They waited for it because we had fast passes later in the day for Frozen, so we couldn't do okay. Frozen and Soren. Um uh-huh. And Lincoln and I did Turtle Talk with Crush. Okay. And that was tough. He really struggled through that mm-hmm. one. It was cute, but I don't think I would do it again. Yeah. Okay. So, but Chris and Grace did Soren, and they both loved it. Oh, good. And then we went to the World Showcase. We The line to meet Anna and Elsa was super short. It was like 10 minutes, which I was like, what? Yeah. So we did that, and then we did we had Fast Passes for the Frozen Ride. And I should mention that it had been raining. So we didn't even get to Epcot until 11 that day. Okay. Because the rain stopped at like 11. So okay. that's where we're starting here. So then we we just started like snacking our way through. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we stopped in China and met Mulan. 
And that was really fun. That was a real big highlight for Grace. And we had some delicious egg rolls. Um, and then we went over to Germany and we got some, I lived in Germany for a number of years. And so they had some of the chocolates and gummies and stuff. So I stocked up on some of that. Nice. And then we went to Japan. We had the shaved ice over there, which was really good. Mm -hmm. And Chris had some sushi. And then we went to France for crepes and probably the best thing I've had there, which was brie. It was like the soft brie in a bread bowl. And it was just insane it was oh, so wow. good so good <laughs> and while we were sitting there we realized that we were sitting right next to the meet and greet for um aurora uh-huh. so we waited for her and that was really cool and then we went and did journey into the imagination with figment uh-huh and that was interesting <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those rides that you're like um is this supposed to still be open did you guys mean like this right. is weird and old did you mean to tear it down well, and what's interesting is that two days later, I got a survey from Disney asking me specifically about that ride. Really? <laughs> yes. So I told my husband, I was like, I wonder if they're surveying people to see like if they should keep it or not. Because it was like, what did you think of the, you know, did you think it was outdated? Did you, was this fun? Would you do it again? Like, really? Yeah. And I was like, no, no, and no. <laughs> <laughs> did, how did you, was that emailed, texted? How did it you was get emailed? That? And okay. it was just a, you know, please complete this survey about your recent visit to Epcot. And I was like, huh, Epcot specifically, not just like Disney. Yeah. And so that was interesting. Hmm. That's fascinating. So, yeah. So after that, we went to test track. And I did not do test track last time. And we did the rider switch this time. Mm -hmm. So Grace really wanted me to go on it with her. And so I did. And I'm probably one and done on that one. (laughs) (laughs) A little too intense for me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But then she went on it with Chris and they had a blast. So good. Yeah, it was good. And then I think the highlight for Lincoln that day was just like meeting the characters and yeah. My kids are still not really a big fan of the Frozen ride, which kind of bums me out because I love it. But, you know. Grace wasn't a big fan of it? No. She doesn't like going backwards. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's definitely disappointing that they didn't love it. But, yeah, like you said, hopefully when they're a little bit older. I have the funniest picture of them, and they both have just these horrified looks on their faces. (laughs) It's so funny. Like, I guess when we're going backwards, Uh and it's so funny. That's really cute. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Okay. Now, what did you guys do for dinner that night? We went back to the hotel. Well, we actually, we did go back to the hotel and eat, but we had snacked our way through most of everything that we were mostly full. And so we just kind of had a light dinner at the hotel that night. Okay. So then the 25th, that Friday was your last day in the parks, correct? Yep. Okay, how did that day go? I'm guessing you went back to Magic Kingdom? We did. Okay. So we had fast passes for the Magic Carpet ride again. And so we did that. And then Princess Jasmine showed up kind of like right as we were leaving. Uh-huh. And so Grace and I got in line to meet her. And Chris and Lincoln went to the little Tiki Room show. Uh-huh. And they loved it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... That was good. And then we grabbed a Dole Whip at like 10 o'clock in the morning because why not? <laughs> right. Yeah. And then Lincoln wanted to do It's a Small World again. Um, I am so just th- astonished by Lincoln being <laughs> so, funny. so like amazed by these 1970s animatronics. This is fascinating to me. Yeah. He's <laughs> he's a weird one. Um, 
but he loved it. <laughs> um, and then Grace and I went while they were doing it because I didn't really want to do it again. But Grace was on the hunt for a little Rapunzel plush stuffed thing. Uh-huh. So she and I went to Main Street to look for that. And then um, we had lunch reservations that day at Tony's, okay. which was part of the VIP parade experience. Yeah. So um, we couldn't find Rapunzel. And so she picked Belle. But then later in the day, Chris knew exactly where Rapunzel was and saved the day. So we were able to just exchange her. Oh, good. Yeah. So they met us at Tony's for lunch, um, which was so worth it. That whole package is awesome. Awesome. So let's start with the meal part first. What did you think of the meal there? So the meal includes, so the VIP parade package includes the whole meal at Tony's and it's, it includes an appetizer for each person, including the kids an entree and a dessert and a non-alcoholic beverage. So it's a ton of food. Like I, I couldn't even eat dinner that night. Yeah. And the food was delicious. So I highly recommend it. And the service was great and everybody ate everything and it was just really good. Awesome. And then they give you a ticket to come back at 2.30 or 2.45 to meet at the flagpole right at the entrance of Main Street. Okay. And they rope that whole little circle off Mm -hmm. and you get to go behind the rope and watch the parade. Awesome. Yeah. And that's where the parade kind of actually goes around you? Yep. Okay. So you see it come right down Main Street, and then it kind of goes around, and then it exits out over by that little corner. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't until 3-ish. Okay. So between, like, lunch was at, like, 11.30. So after that, we went over, and we met Stitch. Okay. And then Chris had a fast pass for Space Mountain, and the kids and I did Carousel of Progress. And that was another one where I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it was, you know, it was a good time killer. And then I totally forgot about the parade. So Chris was <laughs> like, I, you know, you get, you get into like the Disney vacuum and you're like, <laughs> you have no concept of time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we should go do the people mover again. And he's like, uh, we have to get to the front of the park in like 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so we ran down there and watched the parade and it was just so awesome. And Grace got so many high fives from all the characters and the only thing that they were kind of afraid of was the dragon, which uh-huh. I totally understand. But otherwise, I mean, they, we were so close to everything, and it was just so cool. And you were lucky enough to see that very scary dragon the first yeah. day that she premiered back in the parade after catching on fire in May of last year. I had no idea she caught on fire. Yeah, <laughs> I had no so idea. There are these... Um, these videos that were posted to Facebook and YouTube, because thankfully people are idiots and they see this thing like, so basically, you know, the fire is supposed to come out of her mouth. Right. Well, it's literally like coming out of her head and her chin. And there's like pieces that are melting and falling off of it. And instead of thinking, Oh, I should like move far away from this because I am human and flammable. They're right. like, I'm going to take a video of this. So it's oh my great. Gosh. But it me and, you know, luckily no one was injured. And, you know, they had people there pretty quickly who were, um, you know, had these like fire extinguishers that were, you know, shooting like 
14 feet up into the fire. So they were able to get it under control very quickly because they're Disney and they, you know, practice for these things. But yeah, so it had been out of commission since because we went in May of 2018. And it had just happened like a week before that. So that's how long it took them to repair it. And you got to see her on her debut day. That's awesome. Yeah, it was so cool. Awesome. That's that is just such a good parade. It really is. And I think I mentioned before in my pre-interview how I really struggled. We got like stuck in Adventureland during the parade. Like we didn't know it was happening. And it was just, it was just so crushing. Like in the sense that it was just so many people and Mm -hmm. I just had to escape and I just didn't want to do that again. Yeah. And so just, it was, it was so not, I just can't recommend it enough. If like, you don't want to deal with sitting and holding a spot for 90 minutes ahead of time or you know, if you just want a little bit of space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so great. Well, and I said in my trip interview report from a couple weeks ago that one of the things I think people should really do is to consider those kind of special upgrade things. Mm-hmm. And I think there are misconceptions on both sides. I think there are misconceptions that like, oh, if you don't do all of those, then, you know, your your trip is ruined, which is, of course, complete and utter ridiculousness. Yeah. Um, and then there's also the like, oh, that's so expensive. I can't spend money on it. Well, most people who are going, you're already spending, if you're staying on property and you're staying for more than two days, you're spending thousands of dollars. Yeah. So, If you think through, you know, for you, it was, I want to be able to have an enjoyable parade experience. Well, then you spend a little bit of money and it, you know, it includes a meal and it includes this extra thing. You know, we wanted to not have to stake out fireworks viewing, you know, an Mm -hmm. hour in advance. So we did the fireworks dessert party. I think that those things are great ways to just do like a little enhancement on something that just removes some stress from you. Yeah, and I think every time we go to Disney, we'll make it a priority to do at least one thing that's a little bit of extra magic. Yeah. And that was our little bit of extra magic this time. I mean, the character meals, I think, are, they're just different from, like, that experience. Yeah. So, I yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Did you guys do anything else in the park after the parade? We did. We went back to Seven Doors Mine Train. (laughs) (laughs) And I actually decided I wanted to do it um, because I didn't do it. I'd never been on it. And Grace loved it so much that I wanted to experience it with her. So we did the writer switch again. So she went with me. I loved it. We had the best time. And then she wrote it with Chris. So she got to do it both times, like, you know, twice in one day. And she just still talks about it. And then that was it. We, you know, kind of slowly made our way out of the park and made our way back to the hotel. Awesome. And then did you do dinner in the hotel that night? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember you saying that you weren't actually that hungry after your nice big lunch. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was so full. Yeah. I was also exhausted. Like, I don't know if you've ever reached the point of exhaustion where you just like can't like eat or drink or like, you know, like you just feel sick. Yeah. That's kind of where I was that night. Yep. Yeah, that Disney exhaustion. By the end of the trip, you're like, can I just lay, like, literally anywhere? I just want to be laying down. I just wanted to put my head on the table. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, goodness. All right. So then, um, so that was your last evening at Disney, correct? Yeah. All right. So I'm guessing some packing occurring in the room. 
Um, we didn't really start packing until the next morning. I get that. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, the kids were exhausted. We were exhausted. And we just kind of went back to the room and put them to bed. And and we're like, we'll just deal with this in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't bad. Grace is awesome at helping. And so she helped Chris load stuff in the car. And it wasn't bad. Oh, good. And that was another thing I loved about Port Orleans Riverside is the parking for the hotel is right in front of your building. Oh, nice. Whereas, whereas at Pop, it was a schlep. I mean, it was over the river and through the woods. Yeah. So that was really nice that he, we were able to just like back into the parking space and like, you know, just steps to our room. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. And so then um, what time did you guys actually end up taking off the next day? We probably rolled out around nine or 10. Okay. The kids were up really early that day. So mm. it was probably closer than nine. They were up at like six. <laughs> so oh, yeah. we got up and that's when we started the packing and getting ready and all that stuff. So okay. yeah. And then we split the drive home again. We stayed in Savannah again. Okay. Coming home to Raleigh. Awesome. Very cool. Well, sounds like there were definitely some times that you had to kind of pivot your plans a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm very happy to hear that you guys had so much fun overall. Thinking back on Port Orleans Riverside, since that's where you ended up spending most of your time, what was your overall impression of that resort? We just loved it. My husband loves the, the city of New Orleans to begin with. And uh-huh. so he, he said he felt like they did a really good job of the theming. And we actually made our way over to French Quarter as well because everybody told us we had to go get the beignets. Mm-hmm. And I could see, you know, either resort being really nice to stay at. And I just, the staff was great. Um, the layout was really nice. And like I said earlier, it's just, it ha- it was just so chill. Yeah. Um, which is much more our speed. Awesome. And I liked how spread out it was. I know a lot of people don't like how big it is. Mm-hmm. And I could see that if you have to utilize the transportation all the time. But we ended yeah. up driving to the parks most of the days. Uh-huh. So it made it a little bit easier. Yeah. But I loved it. I would totally stay there again. And they had the little fold down bed in the room. So Grace slept on that, which was really nice. The little kind of day bed thing. Yeah. So we all had our own beds, which was nice. (laughs) Now, did you get a crib for Lincoln? Um, Yeah, they had a pack and play. And we we had a mattress that we brought. Okay. um, Like an extra insert. Mm -hmm. And he slept great in there. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, great. What did you think of using the dining plan on this trip? How did that work out for you? I love the dining plan. I think, you know, when we booked this trip last, because we did the dining plan last time, and I don't even think we questioned it when we were planning this trip. It was just like, of course we should do it. Uh It just makes it feel more inclusive. Yeah. And you don't feel like you have to worry. I mean, we still spent money on food, but it wasn't nearly what it would have been the day of as opposed to paying for in advance. Right. It just makes it feel like... I don't know. Somehow they make it feel like it's free, even though it's not. Right. Uh huh. <laughs> um, but it just, I like the inclusive, inclusivity of it. Okay. Awesome. Did you learn anything on this trip that would make you do something differently on your next trip? Yes. I would totally stay at one property the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> next time we go, even if we don't plan on being in the parks, like the day that we check in or even the day after we check in, we want to be at the Disney hotel and not try to save a few bucks by staying, you know, at a Sheridan or whatever. So that's one of the things. And then I think we learned that the value property is probably not for us. Okay. Art of animation was great. And I think we were really spoiled with that by thinking that that was like 
what a value is. But really, when you look at an art of animation, it really feels more like a moderate. Yeah, it's priced like a deluxe. So yeah. those sweets are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 only a value because it's far away from most of the parks. Yeah. So okay. So I think I think we would totally stay at Port Orleans Riverside again, or depending on all the construction. I've heard good things about some of the other moderates as well, or uh-huh. even old Key West we've heard really good things about. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So based on this trip, what one tip would you give to a first timer? I would say like what you said, you know, find something to make your trip a little bit more magical, whether mm-hmm. that is, you know, doing the parade thing or doing the fireworks or doing the the pirate ship ride from the contemporary. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that? Yeah, I think Pirates yeah. and Pals something, I think it's Yeah, called. to watch the fireworks. Uh-huh. Um, cuz like you said, you're already spending so much money, like, you know, it's not that much more in the grand scheme of things. So, yeah. I would say that. Awesome. Okay. And then lastly, do you have a return trip in mind for the future? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you already planning it in your head? Yes. I'm frustrated <laughs> because I can't book it yet. Mm. So my daughter's in year-round school, so we're talking about – we only went 10 months between trips this time, and I just I, – we need we need a longer break. So <laughs> we're talking about going fall of 2020, um, maybe October. Okay. So – because I just cannot handle going in the summer, and April is like spring break time, and we just need more time between trips, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the, that's what we're thinking um, so we'll see what happens in June when they release all the the June or the the 2020 packages. Yeah. So. Awesome. Yeah, all we're right. excited. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I'm sorry that you had to deal with some of that frustration, but you know it's it's okay. It all worked out. Exactly. Yep. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you. Have a great night. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, big thanks to Natalie for coming on the show. Uh, I want to mention something that I forgot to say during the interview. So she talked about how they forgot the kids' magic bands in the car one day, and it was a whole to-do to go get them. Just so you know, if you ever need this in the future, if you ever lose your magic bands or forget them in your room or something, you can stop by guest services and they'll give you a replacement card for free that you can use for as long as you need it. It functions exactly the same as a magic band. And in fact, this is what people who aren't staying on site get as their tickets. So just so the to keep in mind if you ever need it in the future. Just a quick reminder, I am still taking trips for summer, fall, and winter of 2019. So if you have an upcoming trip to Disney World, Disneyland, or a Disney cruise, and you'd like me to consider featuring your trip on the show, just head over to tothemouseandback.com slash submit to send me your trip information. If you are selected, I will contact you about four to six weeks before your trip, and that way we'll schedule the pre- and post-trip interviews. And if you can't remember that URL, you can find that in the show notes. That is it for this week. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at mouseandbackpod. Please rate this podcast or leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the show, but most importantly, have an awesome week. Bye, everybody. Bye.